Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. Today, we continue our Masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, featuring Divine Mother. I am joined by my special guest co-host, Connie Viveros. Connie is a gifted healer and spiritual teacher and has served as full-body channel for Divine Mother since 2011, as well as several other aspects of the Divine Feminine Consciousness, including Sophia, Mother Mary, the Magdalene Order, Pele, Kali, and a newer Tri-Council of Ancestral Light Energies who call themselves the Grandmothers. During group and individual channelings, Connie embodies Divine Mother as she brings through messages of unconditional love, wisdom, and healing. Transmissions of Divine Mother's healing energy are also shared through her use of beautiful sounds of light language to open the heart, harmonize the chakras, and balance one's energy field. Many have received deep emotional and physical healing through these transmissions. Connie conducts online courses, workshops, and offers spiritual coaching and mentoring to those who want to accelerate their own soul awakening and path of ascension, and is the business partner of our special guest co-host, Wendy Gale, Full Body Trance Channel for Archangel Metatron. To learn more and join Connie and Wendy's community, visit angelsemerging.com. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com and sign up for the periodic newsletter to hear about upcoming announcements with regard to the show, and be sure to tune into the archives of all of the divine transmissions we have to offer. So I am very excited to get started, and please join me in welcoming Connie back to the show. Connie, welcome back. It's wonderful to see you again. Ah, Shara, thank you. It is always a delight to be with you. Thank you so much. So we are still, I'm going to uh, kind of timestamp mm-hmm. this. So we're still in the middle of the pandemic. It is at the time of this taping, August mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, we did shut down for several months. We opened up a little too early. Now we have a resurgence of the virus and there is quite a bit of tension. But before I go any further, I just want to say that we also lost one of our heroes in the United States, Mr. John Robert Lewis, the representative from the House of Representatives in Congress. So mm. I would like to dedicate this and all of our August 2020 segments to the heart and the legacy of Representative John R. Lewis. May we honor his service and his sacrifice with our every thought and deed. He and his light will be missed, but we will be vigilant and we'll be carrying that light ever higher in our quest for equality. So thank you, Mr. Lewis, for everything you brought to the world and may you rest in power. That being said, uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of tension, a lot of opposition, a lot of polarity, a lot of fight for equality and to bring a light forth. Um, So we're going to talk about that for a minute, but I first want to ask you, Connie, is there anything going on that you want to mention to the listeners that you have coming up, events? I know you moved your Hawaii Mm -hmm. event. What else is happening? 
Well, as you know, uh, Wendy Gale, who channels Metatron beautifully, she and I have a, a collaborative community that is across the nation, and we offer classes and workshops in channeling so that you can learn to have relationship and become a channel yourself. Um, everybody, we believe, is a channel already, and so we just open that door and we create uh, a curriculum and a, a sequencing and a, a beautiful way for you to learn how to step into uh, the science and art of channeling in a very um, low, uh, low confrontational, easy way. So it doesn't scare you. And we have this coming up in the first weekend of November. Uh, it's a weekend long and we have level one. We then move you into a level two and then there's advanced channeling. So it is a certification program of all, but uh, to start with, it would be level one channeling the first weekend in November. Second to that, we are on our eighth annual uh, spiritual sacred retreat where we bring community members together. We've traveled to Tulum and Sedona and Mount Shasta and Maui. And we had a plan to go to the big island of Hawaii in October. And we, for obvious reasons, we've moved that to April. And so we're staying at this beautiful um, uh, spiritual resort called the Whale Sanctuary. It sits on a sacred vortex, so one of the vortices of the world, a portal to the cosmos. And um, it's a week-long immersion into your soul ascension and your soul awakening. So we're very excited. So join us in April if you're looking for something to do when the... Uh, pandemic uh, restrictions are lifted and you're ready to travel about the world again. We're ready for you. Mm, beautiful. That sounds so exciting. Oh, so, so transformative. Mm -hmm. Yes, we'll be swimming with the dolphins as well. Okay. So and they can, they can learn more and sign up at the website and also with your meetup groups, correct? Absolutely. Angelsemerging.com. Okay. There you go, everybody. Go check it out. Get, get involved with this stuff. It is life-changing. Uh, ever since you, Connie, and Wendy, and of course, Danielle came into my life, my goodness, uh, what's the most interesting thing for me is I have such freedom to talk about the things that are always on my mind and heart. It was a very solitary, uh, rather solitary existence right. before the three of you, so. Yeah, so. and we found, we found that to be true about many people stepping upon this path is that they don't struggle, but sometimes it's a challenge to find like-minded individuals, people to be in community with that they can talk to about the journey, about the challenges, about what they bump up against. And mm -hmm. that's precisely what our channeling class is all about, is mm -hmm. joining with people that are feeling, seeing, knowing what you're going through. And they've been through it. I remember my first experience when oh, yeah. um, years ago, 10 years ago, when I, I had been on the spiritual journey for years. And yet when I opened that door, I first started to channel divine feminine through the Magdalene. Okay. Yeshua, our beloved Yeshua introduced mm -hmm. me to his beloved Mary Magdalene. Yes. She was the first person I channeled. And I remember Shar thinking, oh my gosh, what's happening to me? Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. who I was seeing and feeling, I was expanding, obviously, in my ascension process, and it was very much like a kundalini awakening. And if any of you have ever experienced your kundalini, you know, your shakti sort of uncoiling, mm -hmm. um, it, can a be a little, it can be a little disconcerting. I mean, you, you can. There have been people I've known, clients and people I've worked with, that have said to me, I feel like I'm going crazy. Oh, Yes. Yeah, so that experience, mm -hmm. we sort of bring it down to a measurable, uh, digestible amount, and we're able to kind of help you navigate through the mm -hmm. journey of the uncoiling and the unraveling of the Kundalini. Right, okay, yes, make yeah. it manageable. Make um, it manageable. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I wanted to dovetail on that, that largely in setting out uh, – setting out and setting up the format for the show. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted to provide everybody with. A tribe. Yeah, right. Where you're understood. You can come mm -hmm. here. You, you will never be judged. Yeah. Some behaviors might be corrected, but you will never be judged. <laughs> yeah. And this is where, you know, the, you're, you're coming into my heart. And I'm going to hold a safe space for everyone. They come. They mm -hmm. answer questions. We do whatever we need to do for you in that moment. 
-hmm. and and we cheer you on and there's nothing that brings mm -hmm. me more joy than to see somebody start to soar and spread their wings and say i get it and but get it for yeah. themselves and just spread out it's just right. delicious Mm -hmm. And I, I, th I think that that's a very common uh, cause and a common uh, issue that many people on the spiritual path bump up against is that feeling of belonging. Where do I belong? And how do I find my soul family? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, uh, a common uh, denominator of people that come to our community are often, they have felt that for many years, if not decades, since they were children. This sort of sense of, I'm different. I don't belong. Yes. Where's my family? So when they arrive in our community, much as yours, and I so mm -hmm. appreciate that, is they're able to be seen and heard. And the, um, toler the level of tolerance, just we, we, we bring every everyone's included. It's a spirit of inclusivity as opposed to exclusion mm -hmm. where, like you said, there's no shame, there's no judgment, there's this feeling that show up right where you are. And we will love you and cherish you and nurture you to becoming who you're meant to be. Absolutely. And well said. Yeah. But the most important thing, I think, for many is that sense of belonging. Mm, and yes. knowing you're different. Knowing, you know, many of us, we didn't fit in. No. Not no. at home, not at school, not at church, not in the neighborhood. <laughs> in so many scenarios, we just didn't fit in. We knew. And so this is like a, a beautiful loving bomb on the heart of there was purpose to that, but now you can rest. You belong. And, Absolutely. and that self-acceptance that comes with it is just glorious. So we wanted to chat for just a few minutes because we don't know what Divine Mother is going to say today about the current energies and events. And so prior to August uh, 2020, I did let the listeners know that Lionsgate was coming once again. Uh, mm -hmm. which is a portal opening on August 8th of each year and an alignment with the star named Sirius between Earth and Sirius. And so I did recommend everybody pull out their toolbox and indulge in their favorite rituals for that event. But now that's over. Now that's <laughs> over. And uh, I wanted to hear your perspective on the energies that you felt with that portal opening and closing. Well, it opens around late July is when we first start to see the alignment occur. And uh, in the ancient times, the Egyptians always saw the star Sirius at its brightest point. It would be directly between the sun and the pyramids in Giza. And to many uh, scholars that look into the scientifics of this, they recognize that the pyramids were actually built in alignment with many of the cosmos. And so the ancient Egyptians, who were very, many of them were ascended beings. Um, this is much before much of the recorded history. They saw uh, the Lion's Gate this time of year that happened annually um, as a spiritual time much like we choose to celebrate holidays or Christmas or the ascension of, of Yeshua around Easter, they saw the Lion's Gate as the spiritual rising, like the spiritual new year. It was the time for renewal. It was the time for cleansing. It was the time for recalibrating your spiritual self. And they performed ritual and they gathered around and they you know, uh, really gave homage and honoring to this special time to the star Sirius because they knew the energies that were pouring forth from these beloved allies. They were cosmic off-planet allies. There are a species of race, a race of species called the Palladians. And if you want to go into that as a subject matter, that's an entire show itself, you know, really to talk about uh, the allegiance and alliance that we humans, earthlings, have with Palladians. One of these days we'll do that. I'm warming up we to will. it. We, yeah. we have a lot of curriculum to cover, but one of these days right. I do want to make a, yeah, a splash with that. There are, there is great interest. I've just had my marching orders. <laughs> no. Got it. Got it. And one so, we'll so, that. With that, so with that also the, the star Sirius also has a race that, you know, pours forth much uh, benevolent, um, I want to say um, they're looking at it's expansive energies that come pouring forth when that portal opens, when the mm -hmm. sun meets and tips off the, uh, the sun, the Syrians, and then to the pyramids, it just sort of comes like a rush. And you talked about it as a 
tidal wave and kind of that's the experience of the energy. And so it comes through during this time and we receive it all. And to those people who are in the light body that can receive that much energy, they, they fare better during this time and others Mm -hmm. kind of feel thrown off center. They might throw the sense uh, an overwhelm, difficulty communicating relationships. So that kind of experience is what comes with it. If you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're through that without not without residual and so we get to spend these next few weeks and months into september kind of flattening out that energy and taking it and working with it and using it it's going to ease up a bit mm-hmm. we're not going to feel we're not going to feel as as constrained and at effect of the energy mm-hmm. instead we're going to be feeling this um, um integration the word integration where paying attention to things will become critical, you know, what you're focusing your energy upon being able to let go of things that really in truth, Shar, um, are, are, are time wasters. Yes. And, and focusing now in between the end of the year, knowing that the COVID and the shelter in place restrictions will be at play through the remainder of the year. I, I would just urge all your listeners and all of our audience today to just let it go. Relinquish the year. Do, oh. not, get, do not get all twisted up in a pretzel thinking in any way that you're going to retrieve or have any real freedom between now and the end of the year and just create the mindset already to to be okay with finding your path September through December in pretty much the same conditions and be creative with it. All the things you wanted to do that you've sort of said, I'll get to, I'll get to, you're going to have time to be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, just a reminder for anyone who hasn't heard Metatron's latest uh, transmission yet, he did remind us that every beginning is also an ending. So we have energy going out, energy coming in. There is that swirling motion where it mixes. And then I guess like oil and vinegar starts to separate. This is no longer needed, no longer serves us. It's outdated. Let it go. And then the, the more pure energy rises and and starts to dominate the energetic field that is propelling you forward. Um, I like the way you put it. I had mentioned before the show that uh, I felt personally a contraction before the expansion, um, Mm -hmm. which many of us have, uh, however you choose to describe it. There's that contraction, which always precedes expansion. And there I felt was this moment of rest or quiet, kind of like it just simmer down just a little bit like a boiling pot of water just went to a little low simmer take a breath it's okay and then started boiling again um i call that progressive movement forward so it kind of eased and the the reference that i used was kind of like lying on a beach and you hear the ocean and it's present and you're present with it but then all of a sudden you realize you haven't been present with it for some time and you realize you're in silence but you don't know for how long And it's that moment of, wait a minute, something changed, but it didn't, it didn't knock me down. It wasn't that big. It just changed when I wasn't looking. And so you realize I don't hear the waves any longer, but I feel in the distance, this huge tidal wave about to hit of energy that will bring to us, uh, hopefully not rudely, but bring to us all of that energy that will allow us to help create manifest and, uh, bring to the world, give birth to. Remember, we were in this birthing process. We haven't mentioned that phrase in some time. Mm-hmm. This is part of that birthing process, and we have portals opening, and we're being pushed through them. So we are still in that birthing process. And coming out of it, the promise was by Divine Mother. It really will be a whole new world. So this is just a, a small f- section of that process that we're examining. Mm-hmm. in this segment as we progress and like you say september through december and and we caution and we caution and urge everyone to not look at look at this time as gestation if we're going to use the metaphor of pregnancy and birthing mm-hmm. you know we are going through uh, a birth canals of sorts and you know the pushing you know that the 
the, the inertia that is required in order to get the baby through the portal or through the birth canal. Mm-hmm. And yet when you're through it, all that dissipates quite in, in, a, in almost a heartbeat, a second. You know, the, the pain or the recognition that there was any struggle whatsoever because you're so overwhelmed by the, by the glory and, and so awestruck by the baby. Yeah. And so once right. we push through, and I've looked at it through the lens of mother, she's shown me the image. Imagine the earth and you know, the earth is halfway through, you know, a plasma belt. And we're literally pushing the earth, the physical earth through this energetic portal that's not big enough for it to go through. So we're shoving, you know, the three <laughs> through this this plasma belt, and it's it's like whoa, 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 whoa. And when you're right in the middle of it, you're like whoa, 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 whoa. Imagine that energy, and we're all being hit with it. So there's a squeeze, and once we're through it, though, it we're able to float and expand, and um, ascend, and that's where the benevolence, the love, the harmony, the compassion. The heart, mm. the heart is going to take over. The heart mind. Yes. You, know, you spoke of it yourself just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. That we are going to be less inclined to think with our minds and the busyness that we uh, perpetrate upon ourselves. We're mm-hmm. busying our minds. We're not able to be present to that mindfulness, that present moment awareness to pay attention to what's right in front of us. Right. That's heart coherence. Okay. Heart coherence. Heart coherence. When you're you're coherent with your heart mind, you will be more attuned to your environment and what's right in front of you. The baby crying, the husband who's sad, the, the shopkeeper who, you know, might need, you know, a kind word. It's just going to come with this, uh, this response from us as humans, it's just going to be much more compassionate and heartfelt. Right. Yeah. I want to pull a phrase that you used. I love it. So I want you to build on it, but I want to inject okay. here that for the listeners, if you're experiencing and expand on this, if you wish, if you're experiencing any type of lightheadedness, confusion, uh, forgetfulness, uh, lack of conscience presence where, uh, perhaps you're misplacing things, that type of thing where you know where it should be, it's, but you don't recollect putting it there. These little blips where we seem veiled for very short amounts of time where something's rearranged and that's where we don't notice. Uh, but if you're feeling that tiredness, exhaustion, um, anything like that, this is part of the process. You're okay. You just have to take very good care of yourself as we've been teaching for the last two years. Self-care, especially now. And self-care has been like a euphemism. It's been really what's up. I've seen people, even Shar, come up with acronyms, you know, selfish, selfishness, and empowerment, all these different ways of of creating dynamic in your life for self-care. And it really is what's up right now. It really is a priority for people to begin to be in response to what is needed for them. How can they care for themselves? And... In much of a way, we've seen the spirit world work like this with us before, where there's a tap, 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 take care of yourself. Mm, and then you go, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I know. And you sort of say, yeah, yeah, I know, but I've got these, this to-do list. And then again, it will come like it's a shove, shove, shove. And you'll say, you know, really, you know, you might twist your ankle or you mm-hmm. might feel dehydrated or you'll have some sim- symptom. And you'll say, yes, yes, I know I'm supposed to take care of myself. And then when you don't, the two by four comes. Wow. <laughs> Where you, are, <laughs> where you are forced to take care of yourself. Something's going to slow you down. We say it often Something's here, so go right. ahead and speak freely. So, Two by four, so flat. If you're not willing to be in response to that and pay attention to what the universe is whispering to you, it will come mm-hmm. at a more voluminous rate and, and for you to be in response to. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. That's how important self-care is. So these last several weeks, particularly through the COVID and through the July and the summer months, people, the necessity for people to be in direct response to how am I feeling in this moment, like checking in every hour or every half hour or even every five minutes. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time in July where 
it was a very challenging time because again, we were being pushed from the carbon to the crystalline and we needed to say, am I tired? And if you were tired at two twenty-five in the afternoon, go take a nap. Yeah. That's what we were being asked to do. Mm-hmm. It was that literal. I've never been a napper. I was forced. <laughs> Even if I it just lie down and close your eyes and try to turn your mind off. It's okay if you don't succeed. Just lie down, be still, and try to silence your mind. And so I may have varying, may have had varying degrees of success with that, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's like I've been telling people for seven years, if you're not going to do it yourself, something will help you do it. And you and, and you and, may not like the way it comes. It may be a right. twisted ankle. Right. And this is where we're inviting you to be uh, vigilant and particularly paying attention, closer attention to what it is you're feeling in each and every moment. Because, Shar, it is a requirement now that you're not living solely from the intellectual mind. Remember, we have three minds. We have the mind of the, the head, we have the mind of the heart, and we have the mind of the gut. Yes. And so you are being driven, and Mother's here now really helping to share this information. We are being driven much more from our other two brains than we are from our head brain. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of that, that your heart is going to lead, and we may not be used to that. That's not something that most people are um, as comfortable and familiar Mm -hmm. in what's leading the way for them. Absolutely. And to touch on something that mother had mentioned, I believe it was earlier this year. I could be very wrong. She's shared so much, but there is in this process that we're going through uh, over the past couple of years, we're moving from the lower three chakras to the higher three with the heart serving as a bridge to that. Now that ties in perfectly with what you just said about going into your heart mind. So there are two ways you can look at that. I'm going into my heart mind rather than overusing intellectual energy to connect with my exterior world, you know, and now I can, I can go within and uh, connect truly to the heart center. So yes, from the lower three chakras to the higher three with the heart as a bridge. But I wanted you to share with the listeners how your viewpoint on how things are kind of moving. So let's give them that before and after picture of the birthing process going through that birth canal and how the new energy kind of helps you form a baseline from which to look around you and see where you are. Well, uh, absolutely. I'm happy to speak to all of these uh, concerns and all these areas for deeper and better understanding. And, and yet at the same time, what I think is most notable is to know that um, the heart is unencumbered. The heart mind is the one that will lead you and it has less uh, association and attachments to the wounded self. I'm not saying that the heart doesn't get wounded when you fall in love and your heart is broken, but uh, there are ways that we protect the heart. The mind and its processing and its judgment and its theories and its, um, its categorization of all the things that have happened to you. I like to summarize it in the way that we speak about our stories. We and you as humans have a a deep attachment to your stories, your history, who you are, the little girl you were, the little boy you were, you know, I was beaten or I was uh, abandoned or I was, you know, the, the youngest of five children, whatever your story tends to be. And we wrap ourselves around these stories that, allow us to have, uh, forgive me for the terminology, but excuses, Mm -hmm. excuses for the ways of being. And what's coming is that's just no longer uh, going to be necessary. We're no longer going to be required to meet someone to protect ourselves, to say, well, you must know my story before you can feel sorry for me or to love me. We will be loved unencumbered. We will be joined together in a way that is more soul-based. It is more heart-based. It is, uh, we are free 
from many of the forms, uh, the previous forms of the three-dimensional existence to say, you know, I am rooted in these ideas that we hold about ourselves. Well, how much money you make or what part of the world that you grew up in or what kind of car you drive or what kind of home you live in or what kind of family you came from. These ideas will be less necessary and those layers, beloved, will actually be transcended. They will dissolve into nothingness. And imagine a world, which is hard to imagine in this moment, imagine a world where we meet each other unencumbered. Mm -hmm. We recognize one another uh, truly from the soul to soul. You will, you will, in fact, it is almost like we will all be blinded with our eyesight because we will not have all these layers of judgment and instead we will feel the vibration and the energy right now racism racism is a huge key fundamental issue right now that you are struggling with in your earth world particularly in the united states and this is necessary because all of that needs to be dissolved all of that needs to be transcended and transmogrified in a way that you no longer dwell in this issue as a limitation but in order for that to happen, all that holds it in place must rise to the surface in order for it to dissolve and be eradicated and return to the light. And this is where the Syrians, the Pallades, the Lemurians, all of these peoples and beings are helping you to sort of pull this out of your earth plane and back to source light. Mm, okay. So it is a historic time in your existence and all of you that are here today living upon your planet in this moment, you must be very grateful and honored to be a part of this, uh, um, this transmission and this uh, transition of the new earth. You prayed for this, you have asked for this, you have, you know, um, over and over in your dreams, you have asked for this to be a reality. No more wars, no more racism, no more poverty, no more hunger, no more homelessness. All the issues are uh, beginning to, to find their way to reconciliation. Mm. Yes, it is we a did pray beautiful for this. Time. We mm -hmm. did pray for this, beloved, yeah. This is true. I want to explain to the listeners, Mother, that uh, Connie slipped into the background. Mother, uh, Divine Mother came forward to speak. There wasn't much of an introduction there, but we are listening to Divine Mother now. <laughs> so welcome, Divine Mother. I didn't get to welcome you formally. Indeed, um, we welcome here. We appreciate it. Of course. So we were, um, so now we're talking about the energies of current events and yes, racism. Uh, what are your feelings in that big, big, big step forward where the first woman of color has, is now the candidate for the vice presidency of the United States, Kamala Harris. Well, it's very exciting for so many of you that are on that, star, that uh, side of the narrative. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are others of those that still feel very separate that in many ways uh, want to keep in place some kind of paradigm that feels very outdated. Yes. And so there will be much anger and she will enforce and um, she will bring to light. Um, it, it will appear in a way on your earth plane as hate, spate, hatred speech. Um, yes. There will be incidents. There will be confrontation. There will be conflict. There will be civil war of sorts that is already occurring on many yes. of your city streets. And this will not change much between now and uh, your election. Okay. I am just very proud of the progress that so many are willing to embrace. And I hope that the listeners, all of us, and I can shine light on those who aren't quite with that narrative and do want to hold things in place or hold it back. Um, well, the the irony that you that you seek to uh, you know create more clarity on is this this identification that who represents your country uh, mirrors much more of who the country is, and for the most part, you have a minority right now really running 
your city, state, and federal governments. Mm-hmm. And this is what must begin to uh, shift and change is that the representation must mimic and reflect those that they are you know, governing. And your population of minorities is, is rising. There are, there are more minorities amongst you than there are the other. Okay. And so it used to be the paradigm that, you know, you speak of a man, John Stewart, and um, he was a man of great courage. Um, and beloved, you must understand that he never saw sacrifice in what he did. He only saw it as service. His life was about service, as many of your heroes believe they're like Gandhi or Martin Luther King or even mm-hmm. the young woman Malala, who is now fighting, you know, oh, the yes. education battle. They do not view their lives through the lens of thinking this is a sacrifice. They channel God, the I am presence, and they bring forth saying, This is my service to the world. And John. Lewis, excuse me. Lewis, yes, I was going to say. Lewis, forgive Mm -hmm. me, forgive me. No worries. There is a Stuart in his his, uh, Akashic. I see. Lewis was a man, beloved, who saw the, the, the rising and the upcoming of the new era, of the young blood, the young people who are as impassioned and fervored and um, emboldened with the same um, energy that he was. Yes. And so he chose to cross, beloved, as an act of service to help those from the other side. Of course. He is actually going to be more in service to those in helping to instill courage and bravery and uh, the emotion, the qualities that they will need to bring forth to, to take this thing over the finish line. Well, we would welcome his guidance and um, whatever motivating force he chooses to use. I'm sure many of us would embrace that wholeheartedly. What a fascinating individual. He is not gone from your um, hearts in particular. He lives within each and every soul that philosophically aligned with his beliefs. Okay. I must say, though, when someone like that leaves the planet, for many of us, it's a little dimmer here. That light is so bright, and we can feel the absence of that energy, the, the 3D energy. But I do feel his uh, soul. Uh, yeah. It feels like it's, it's ramping up and energizing and getting very, very excited. So I do feel a, a bit of that, and that's yeah. nice. He felt very much in his lifetime here as a human uh, the limitations of the physical form. Mm. And he recognized uh, beautifully, much like a spirit guide will be, like Martin Luther or many of the Kennedys and many of the beloveds that have gone before him, that they can do much more good works and help thousands, if not millions more, uh, from their spirit self. Mm. He can be in a hundred places at once. What a glorious position to be in. What a glorious way. And he is thrilled yeah. beyond belief not to say to leave his son and his beloved family, but he also understands that they know service like he has taught them so well. Mm, I feel that. Well, good yeah. for him. I am very excited for him and for us being able to, you know, supersede those limitations. I will admit to a certain level of sadness that I did not get to meet him in person. Mm. However, it doesn't mm. mean I don't feel him. And it doesn't mean I can't be excited for what he can do now without his limitations. So it balances. There is balance. And there are many ways that you can continue to honor his legacy and his life mm-hmm. by uh, subscribing to, uh, reading his, his works, and living this, making this part of your life plan. Okay. To, to teach his teachings and to share um, his wisdom and his philosophy in your life. Read his books, read his books. They will help you understand at depth and then you can become the embodiment of the service that he gave his entire life to. I would like that. Would you say, Divine Mother, that uh, in terms of service, because it involves politics, because he pursued that avenue, uh, 
how how can we clarify for the listen, listeners that it isn't political in the sense of I'm right, you're wrong, that type of energy. It's what's best for the people. It is that type of service that kind of had to go into an arena that isn't always pleasant, polite, mature, or honorable. But he, he, he chose to do that. But do you also understand, beloved, that your country is vast? And if you're speaking solely of the, of the governance of the United States, you have very different need base from people who live in your area than people who live in the area where my woman lives or people right. who live in the south or live in you know near rivers and and forests etc yes and what we want to make note of is the representation it is not an idea we we, we need to have all voices represented and not judged right we cannot you cannot govern your entire country upon one set of principles. There must be an elevated status where all voices are heard and all voices are understood at depth. And John Lewis, what his main criteria was, was injustice. Yes. When he felt the injustice of the people and it is well and good to govern uh, the people to say what is good and right for, say, this area in the Pacific mm -hmm. Northwest will be very different than the people who live in, say, Arizona in the desert area. Yes, I see. Okay. But where, where is the injustice? And that is the common thread, the common denominator for all fight in governance is where is there the most injustice and how do we overcome, eradicate, and eliminate the injustice? Mm. And this is what John Lewis fought for predominantly over and over again in his life, in his work, in his very existence. He fought the good fight. Okay. He fought the fight of equality. He fought the fight to not be judged by uh, the, the image in the mirror, but to be judged by the character of your being. Hmm. Your honesty, your honesty, your faith, your uh, trustworthiness, your um, you know, who you integrity. are integrity. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This he embodied way, it. He embodied integrity. He did. He did. Every time and he opened he, his mouth to speak, I sat up straight. Something had me sit up straight, listen to this. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. You did not interrupt. It is just, and this is the moral question that is presented to all of you in this moment upon mm -hmm. the cusp of your uh, newly elected governing officials. The question of integrity. Do you want to be led with integrity or do you want to be led with something other? And it is different, beloved, for everyone. It is not the same for you as it would be for I, but what is your um, moral code? What is the code of ethics and integrity by which you live? And then how can you align yourself to voting and and wanting people to govern your area of the country let alone the entire country based upon these principles mm -hmm. what is what do, is that that you value what is it that you value do you value honesty yes do you value I. truth mm -hmm. do you value fairness do you value compassion do you value inclusivity you must, each person must uh, navigate and begin to investigate what it is they value and then use that as your code, as your, as your, you know, um, your, your own declaration in, in how you move forward. Mm. Do not listen to others. We are so influenced by others. Mm. Listen to your own heart. Is what you're saying. Listen to what you know of who you are. It is not uh, to say not to read a book or to research something, but to find out and then to question your own sense of values and your own code of ethics and how you would choose to want someone who is leading you to behave and perform. Mm -hmm. Because everybody will draw upon that as they find themselves in difficult circumstances and uh, decision-making processes. Mm -hmm. 
for me, I'm very much about rising above and eradicating, if possible. I know that these events and scenarios do teach us lessons, but, but to eradicate to the best of our ability the covert behavior that goes into uh, the governance of many areas, the deception, the lies, uh, the tricks that are pulled to win at unfairly. All at all costs. At all costs, just to win. That bothers me almost to a degree where I can't describe it. That's how, that's how much that, that angers me, that we're all supposed to be a team. We're all supposed to be a team and kind of govern each other ourselves. But, okay, we want you to be our representative, and here's what we want. Okay, I'll carry that out. And then there are those who really have um, uh, not good intentions for the rest well, of us. Again, I draw you back to the understanding and the, um, the deeper intention of injustice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it just and right that one human being be treated differently than another, whether you be a woman or a person of color or a, uh, a person who is of, of not a certain age or not? Right. Should you be treated differently? And this, this is the truth that is believed by uh, many people. Some people believe, yes, you should be treated differently and you should have different laws governing because you are of a certain stature or live in a certain area or your skin color is a certain way. This is injustice. Yes, well, COVID-19 brought a huge spotlight to that injustice, did it not? So it had purposeful good, is <laughs> what you are saying to us. On every level, in every facet, it's fascinating how a virus woke us up to so many things going on at once. Fascinating. Truly is. And you must look at it if, uh, from this perspective, that it was a great awakening. Yes. It, it occurred as a necessary uh, component of the great awakening. And you will name this era in your life and your, you know, history of humanity as, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a label of sorts. And it will be the great awakening. Um, so, yes, it is a reconciliation of sorts of everyone to find their moral compass. Yes. You know, okay. what will lead you, what will lead you forward and beloved, underneath all of this is our desire to, to have people recognize and begin to know that you can disagree with someone and have a different belief and still be uh, in a shared humanity with them. There has been disagreement through millennia and, and there must be a place where civility can overcome some of the corruption you spoke of. Yes, there's so and much a corruption. Of, a place of conversation where we can say we want to draw back the covers, we want to draw back the curtains, we want to remove the injustice and the corruption. We can still disagree on principles and ways of being, but we must remove the corruption and the idea that only some will benefit and not the all. Yes. And it's so uh, monetarily driven. Uh, most of the corruption that we see is all we now all we say is follow the money and you will get to the source of this. Just follow the money. And yet you can even go deeper in understanding that it is born out of greed, scarcity and fear. True. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when you go to that place and you begin to envelop the greed, scarcity, and fear with the experience of heart coherence and love. Mm. We're going to urge your listeners and for you yourself to begin to send love to that, to heal that. Instead, okay. of, being, instead of being angered at the actions of a few, know that you, what you must love and you must help heal is the motivation for it, the underlying motivation. The fear um, the anger, the greed. This okay. is injustice. For one person to take all the apples and not leave enough for the rest of humanity. This is injustice, plain and simple. Yes, I see. Okay. It's in balance. And there's plenty for everyone, beloved. 
if they only knew the mindset and again this where everyone can evolve to if they really understood there was plenty for all and and governed from this principle that there really is enough for all absolutely so this is the mindset that's shifting and this is the new earth the new world that is coming um, and you will be a part of it we urge you to be um, active in participating in bringing forth these new uh, ways of being mm. If you have an apple, cut it in half and give half of it away. This is the principle of generosity and the uh, spiritual principle of giving. It does not say wait till you have to give. It says to give and then you shall receive. Give of what you have. And not wait for twice the amount in order for you to feel safe in order to offer it. This has nothing to do with it. Okay. Beautiful. Blessed be was there anything else that you would like to share with us as we go forward through the summer into September? I understand September will be a significant month uh, in the calendar this year. Just hold space for everyone and do what you're saying now. Well, we always are going to urge you to find, uh, you know, where it is that you can be more loving and more compassionate and more giving of yourself where can you give benefit of doubt and to not instantly condemn what it is that you see in front of you as bad or horrific or corrupt but to to peel back the veil of it and really see the underlying motivation of it and then give love and compassion and healing to that i understand the motivation of corruption is born out of greed and fear and and anger and scarcity and bring love to that. You do not have to like the person. You do not have to agree necessarily with what's occurring, but do not hate on the surface. We want you to peel the surface away and go underneath and say, I, uh, being a compassionate, heart-based, heart-coherent being, I can give love to that. Beautiful. Place your energy and your healing toward that which you might initially loathe, but you can say, I can offer my love and healing to that. Hmm. Okay. And yes, we would rather not say uh, to set an expectation for September. We will meet September as, as it arrives and yet do not be afraid. We will all navigate it beautifully together. We are here for one another. You mentioned earlier about community do not isolate. Do not find yourself in a situation where you are becoming depressed because you do not reach out and ask for help. This is a self-care element to, to pick up the phone or to send a text message or to a being to say, I need your help. I would like a conversation. Please okay. reach out to one another. Very important. Okay. Very important. Beautiful. All will be well. All will be well. Believe mm -hmm. this as a notion. All will be well. I do. I do. It's wonderful to hear your voice, and I have to offer you a meager thank you for your guidance today. I feel better. I found it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good. Good. Yes. It's always, it's always there, beloved. I know, so but I feel silly. <laughs> We will say namaste and we love to be. We feel the energy of your listeners. We feel your heart coherence. We feel you leaning in and we love you. We send you love. We send you encouragement. We send you peace. Know that not only all will be well, but all is well in this moment. Take a breath. Turn to your heart and illuminate your life through your heart. Peace be with you. Aho. Namaste, Mother. Namaste. Yeah, she just slipped right in, man. <laughs> it's like, this isn't a conversation for you to have on your own. I just, she just said, move over. 
<laughs> and you and you kind of said, "Oh, mother's here," and then you went on with what you're saying, and I was, and then I realized I could hear the inflection. We have to pay very close attention, but I was like, "Oh, how am I going to explain this?" <laughs> yeah, you know, but I that's did. it's okay. That's the way you are. Do too. That's the way it works with you, you too. Right, and as you as you come into your own channeled guidance, you will begin to learn and understand that it really is you are that you are the same being. It is like you're sharing space with that being, and it's right. like you're, you, you. We all know we've heard it a hundred times, a million times. It's like we're a spiritual being having a human experience, right? And it's just allowing, it's just relinquishing your human part to that spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Just letting it go and they and love love being in the body they love being able to see and feel and hug and you know they love being in the body it's like it's exciting for them it's too cute yeah it's too cute <laughs> but still you know uh i have to mind the particulars of running a, a segment like this and a radio show and i had i just thought about it for a couple seconds and then said I'll explain them. Well, I'll explain it when I get a chance. I think and your, so, your, your listeners are pretty savvy. They're oh, pretty they savvy. are. Yeah, yeah. They're so. very sophisticated. Um, and you could kind of tell because she started saying your world. I said, okay, well, I'm sure they caught that one. But just in case, um, that may happen again. And this is the way this pair uh, uh, works with the channeling. And there might not always be a major announcement. Okay, let's bring her through. <laughs> Sometimes Divine Mother says, my turn, and just jumps forward. Right. I've seen it before, and now you got to hear it. So as we as we move forward and we make it clear today, it's Connie and Divine Mother. Just know that these things will happen, or maybe it'll be someone else. But you'll get it. Yeah, just embrace it's, it. a, it's just like a, a sheer delight. And when you step onto that path for yourself, no matter how you choose to channel, whether you do it through art or painting or songwriting or mm-hmm. mothering or teaching or whatever you choose to do, you just know that it's there and it's a presence that is larger than who we always believe ourselves to be. Absolutely. It's the best Beautiful gift words. in the world we can give to ourselves. <laughs> the best gift. The best. <laughs> so that you, you feel the energy of your own expansiveness instead of getting trapped in these tiny little wormholes oh, yeah. that we put ourselves in. Yeah. All right. I, I went last night and we watched the, um, the meteor shower, you know, because you, oh. You had heard about there was this um, uh, really super duper uh, meteor shower that was upon us. It was called the Perseid meteor up in the sky. Really? And okay. It, it was just raining down upon us. So we drove up to the mountains and we took beach chairs and we sat on this hilltop and turned away from the light pollution from the city, you know, overlooking okay. and looked toward the dark mountains. <gasps> it was like a fireworks show of oh meteors and beings and there's so much out there and i have to tell people you live in california so yes yes, there was a lot of light to turn your back to to get that (laughs) darkness canvas so that you could bear witness to this how beautiful is that i love that you had that experience i did not get to share in a lot of things i have my own little uh curriculum going on which is fine i will catch up to everyone and it's going well. So, uh, you know, and I'm looking forward to the months uh, as they come forward. I loved that you brought up the Palladians today right. and introduced that because I don't mention them. Uh, I don't mention my experiences, which are very few, but they're there. Uh, so sometime in the future, we will uh, take a splash into that topic. But Divine Mother yeah. also brought them up, the Lemurians, too. Um, so, I'm excited to uh, share that information as well. It was my intention uh, to, when I started the show, to have this be very rather down to earth, not mm-hmm. too much foo foo. Got it. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't go too into too many topics at once. Kind of just very uh, coast very gently into different topics. But we'll definitely get into that, and I would look forward to the opportunity to learn from you because you've explored that a lot more than I have. I know it's there, and I've had my experiences, but not my focus. Yeah, and there are stargates, like you you talked about portals opening up, and there are, you know, there's kind of what Mother has shown me and what she's kind of, what my life journey has been, Char, is these Mm -hmm. initiations Mm -hmm. where she, you know, she takes me through these different gateways 
and okay. it, it's like initiation, but there's you know stuff to be done within each phase or each dimension of those gateways. And um, that's what's unique about it. And that's where you meet the different beings that will support you during those particular phases of initiation. That's how it's been explained to me. So we'll, we'll talk more in depth on that another time, but it's, it's fun. It's like Stargate stuff. <laughs> Which is interesting, you know, Stargate, like the show. I know I, I don't want to go there, but as I hear you say that, I kind of get this uh, feeling of stillness because everything you say resonates and there's a sense of familiarity with it, with how you say, okay, here's the phase you're in. And so it was explained to me, here's the phase you're in. Here's mm-hmm. what you focus on. Do not worry about anything else. So that right. was that's my area of concentration right now. And so you use the almost the exact phrasing. So going forward, that'll be interesting to see um, any parallels we might share in that. Right. It's kind of, of like going. It's kind of like going through your educational journey. You know, you're in grade one. You're in grade two. You're in grade three. There's a certain curriculum to learn in each grade before mm-hmm. you progress. So before you can move up. Exactly. It's very chronological. All right, my friend. Love Thank you. Blessings. Love and peace. Yeah. All right. And we'll remind the listeners, angels, plural, angelsemerging.com is where you want to go to learn more about Connie, Wendy Gale, uh, Divine Mother, Metatron, and everything that they have to offer the community, uh, whether it is training or one of their beautiful uh, global meditations that they offer for free. Go check it out. Uh, check out the uh, current calendar of events. And we would be excited for you to join the community. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is my playground. Go check out the archive. Sign up for the newsletter. We have a lot of interesting things coming up as soon as a lot of these energies settle down. All right, everyone. That is our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.